Hello, and welcome to the Elk River Lutheran Church Powered by Love podcast, recorded in beautiful downtown Elk River, Minnesota, right on the banks of the Mississippi River. Today we'll explore the Bible, life, and faith. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some sacred wit. To be powered by love is a spiritual thing, more than a feeling. To be powered by love Don't take money Don't take fame Don't take no credit card To ride this train It's strong and sudden It's cruel sometimes But it might just save Your life To be powered by love Good morning, welcome to worship this morning I'm Pastor Nathan, pastor here at Elk River Lutheran Lisa Sampson, Director of Children, Youth, and Family Ministries. Jeremy Halkus, Intern Pastor. And I'm Taylor Quinn, Director of Music Ministry and Worship. And as I said at the top, we are uh, in this theme, Pray Without Ceasing. Uh, thinking about this calling to uh, be always in a state of prayer. And that means a lot of different things. And we'll be discussing it some here. We'll have a sermon short. Uh, and uh, we're going to hear now a uh, prayer of the day to enter us into this time. And so uh, let's join together with this uh, prayer of the day. Let us pray. Holy God, you have called this church to be serving, welcoming, accepting, joyful, and grace-filled. Strengthen us in our joy through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Well, and for our scripture reading this morning, we have a real treat. Uh, this past week, of course, was Veterans Day, and so we have a chance to pause and give thanks for veterans and for their service, and also for those who are uh, currently active duty. And our scripture reader for this morning is one of those such folks from Elk River Lutheran. Uh, Annika is joining us, uh, and I think she's online here this morning, right? Yep. I see her in the yep. comments. Great to see you there. And Annika, can, can someone <laughs> remind me the name of the place where she's from? Or where she's at right now. She says it in her intro. There we okay, go. <laughs> good. And yep. so, Annika, maybe you can type those words too, because no matter how many times I've heard it and read it, um, it's some it naval it's... nuclear something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, and it, it's so great to have you reading the scripture. <laughs> there she is. Hi. Uh, it's so great to have you uh, joining us and reading the scripture uh, with us this morning. So uh, let's uh, turn it to Annika reading our reading for this morning. What's up? I'm Fireman Hein, stationed here at Joint Base Charleston at Navy Nuclear Power Training Co Training Command. Um, I used to go to your guys' church. I usually went to the 815 with my mom. Some of you, some of you might recognize me, some of you might not. But my mom is Renee Thermer, so if you run into her, say hi. She's a lovely lady, so <laughs> sure she'd love to talk. So I was asked to do you guys' reading today. So. Today's reading comes from the 8th chapter of Romans, beginning with the 18th verse. I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory about to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the children of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not of its own will, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to decay and will attain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning in labor pains until now. Not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit grown inwardly while we wait for adoption, the, f the redemption of our bodies. 
For in hope we are saved. Now hope that is not that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what is seen? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait with, for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but that the very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. And God, who searches the heart, knows what is in the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. We know that all things work together for good and for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. For those who he, who he foreknew, he also predestined to be confirmed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn within a large family. And for those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. Here ends the reading. Well, thank you, Annika. It's so great to see you, actually. And uh, we have been praying for you and just wish you well as you continue uh, there. And uh, like uh, we said in the comments there, we'll get the name of that place right eventually, right? <laughs> um, uh, but it is just so great. You know, there's some blessings that are coming out of this time where normally we probably wouldn't have gotten to have you read a scripture reading in worship while you're way down there uh, in training. And yet uh, here we are able to gather together in this way. I mean, it, it really is a cool thing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so awesome. what a blessing this morning. So thank you, Annika. And uh, it's fun to see the other uh, people chiming in with naval connections and stuff as well. That's great. Uh, so we're going to continue with this theme, Pray Without Ceasing. Uh, and uh, along with that, thinking about uh, who we are as a church, what this past year has been, and uh, looking a little bit at the future. And so that's some of what you'll hear uh, this morning in the sermon short. So uh, let's send it to the sermon. Uh, not so short. So each fall, I like to dedicate one sermon to celebrating the past year and to start looking into the coming year, laying out a vision and goals for the future. But this is 2020. Celebrating and being together, uh, these things feel a little different this year. So I, I think this may take a while. So bear with me. Lutheran began 2020 riding the wave of an exciting and successful capital campaign, which was followed by the celebration of our 10th anniversary and then Christmas. By March, we were enjoying regular Sunday worship and midweek Lenten dinner church services. These pictures are pictures that I took at dinner church on March 11th. Who knew that this would be the last time that we would gather in this building? We had no idea that that following Sunday, March 15th, we would cancel in-person worship and move all of our services online for what we thought would be a few weeks. Back then, we couldn't have imagined that those weeks would be turning into months and that our building would sit here mostly quiet. How not just the church, but our entire lives would be turned upside down. See, upside down, get it? But here's something else that I could not have imagined back in mid-March that the vitality and spirit of this church would live on in such a bold way. We didn't close the church, the church left the building. And you all have continued to be the joyful, accepting community that God has called us to be, serving God and our neighbors in new and creative ways. And so I thank you. 2020 has forced our church staff and members into an accelerated time of adaptation and innovation. 
from church council and staff meetings to Bible studies to worship itself, we've had to completely adapt how it is we do what we do while also getting creative and finding new ways to breathe life into our mission. Jeremy's Genesis to Revelation Bible study has moved online. Well, then we've also launched Sacred Wit, this kind of playful Bible study slash game show on Thursday evenings. You know, Lisa and I have taught confirmation in person outdoors, and now we're online only as she continues to connect with families in other ways. And you've seen what Taylor has done with musicians. We have B playing accompaniment to hymns digitally, while the musicians continue to make music, but in ways that they've never done before by recording and editing video. And then behind the scenes, other staff are working hard within changing roles too. Linda, as office manager, now manages mostly empty offices, which just means it takes even more work to be in good communication with the rest of the staff and with all of you at home. She's doing great with it. Lori, our bookkeeper, continues to faithfully and carefully track spending and giving. And Brian, our custodian's job, has completely changed. On top of extra sanitation, he's now working on a checklist of long-term maintenance items on the building that his normal schedule wouldn't have allowed time for. I am so thankful for all of our staff and their hard work during this time. As a church, we figured out how to do worship online and out in the parking lot. Did you know that prior to COVID, we had one time we tried doing an outdoor worship service and it was raining a little bit, so we chickened out and moved it inside. Then we did our first drive-in church service this year, 2020, Easter, in the middle of a snowstorm, so we have gotten hardier. It used to be that if you weren't here physically in this building on a Sunday morning, you just missed out. But now, because of online worship, you can tune in from home. You can get all dressed up or not get dressed at all. There are some advantages to online worship. We're learning to engage each other in the comments section, right? We're learning to greet one another. Hello, good morning, hey, good to see you. It's digital, but it's something. Go ahead and give a thumbs up if you like online worship, or maybe you want to give a little heart. Really, you can do that now. Give a like. Of course, I, like you, miss being with people. As a church, we've worked to maintain connections, but it's tough. From formal phone calls from our community care team to continuing to encourage you to check in with each other, I know it's not the same, but it's what we have right now. And so please, more than ever now, if you're thinking of one of those church friends, go ahead and give them a call or drop them a note. 2020 has been a bugger of a year, but guess what? It's ending, it's almost done. And so the big question we're left with is what will 2021 look like for us? And while I obviously don't have all the answers for what life will look like, we do have some ideas and plans for what our life together as a church will look like in the coming year. First, I think 2021 will be a year marked by a return to in-person and hybrid worship and other church programs. As vaccines become available and safely gathering in person indoors becomes the norm again, we will gradually come back. Rather than one big day where everyone returns to in-person worship, which I will admit I initially thought it would be like this, Instead, I think we'll have a months-long gradual return of people coming back to in-person gatherings while many continue to connect online. With worship, Bible studies, meetings, we'll likely have groups gathered in person in the church with computers and cameras <laughs> all set up so that we can interact with folks who are joining online from home. This is what I mean by hybrid. The good news is we've learned how to do this. 
And I think this hybrid online in-person format for worship and other church gatherings, it'll become the norm going forward, allowing people to stay connected with their church even if they have gone south for the winter or out of town for the weekend. Whether they're homebound or just not feeling great that morning, we'll be more connected as a church than ever because of the lessons that we're learning during this time. Well, I am very excited and hopeful for vaccines and a return to something resembling normal by next summer. I'm worried about the deep, dark days of winter during January, February, and March. I think we need to gird ourselves and be ready for some pretty challenging times in these months ahead. As a church, we're going to work at forming life groups in January. These are small groups that we've done before, which have mostly met in homes, but this time around, they'll obviously be meeting online. Uh, we need to hold strong, hold tight to each other during these dark months of winter, and we can do that. We can do this. Key to our life together in 2021 will be serving our neighbors, both the members of this church and our larger community. Through financial support of our denomination, the ELCA, we are right now supporting an active COVID-19 response around the world. More locally, you all have responded to our calls to support CARE, our local food shelf, and other organizations that are making a big difference right here in our community. In this crazy time, we'll continue to expand how it is that we serve our neighbors near and far. Finally, I wanna to touch on the capital appeal and building plans. To date, we have received $805,000 in pledges to the building fund, and of that, $260,000 has already been received. So can we get some applause for that? Early in this year, we secured permanent financing, a mortgage on our building, and as planned, we've been making mortgage payments from that building fund. A building committee is currently being formed to formalize a plan and timeline for moving forward, which includes the next steps of working with the city and architects on finalizing plans so that we can make this dream a reality. In the midst of this time when we cannot gather together in person, I think it's even more fun to imagine what gathering in our new remodeled space will be like. So come with me, if you will, on a little imagination journey. You see, we entered the building now through a large, warm, well-lit vestibule from which you can enter either the Fellowship Hall or the revamped Sanctuary. Let's go to the Sanctuary. The sanctuary has been rotated 90 degrees, allowing us to be almost seated in the round where we can see each other. No masks on our faces in my happy future. You see a stained glass window making a cross as the focal point. Here, the updated lighting and sound and the closeness felt from the arrangement of the seating, it makes the space perfect for holding our regular worship services. What a joy it'll be. Christmas services packed to the rafters. Actually, using the fellowship hall is a very effective overflow. We'll have baptisms, Easter's, and beautiful weddings. I'm also dreaming a little bit bigger about our building and imagining, say, a connection with a local arts organization, allowing us to host classes and events, display ever-rotating art exhibits throughout our building, and that same beautiful worship space could host wonderful community concerts. Okay, so maybe not Kenny G, but concerts would be amazing in this space. There is no limit to what this church is capable of. God's dream for us is bigger than anything that I or any one of us can imagine. And so together we prayerfully discern where God is calling us. You see, I'm finally getting to today's theme, this short verse from 1 Thessalonians, pray without ceasing. 
The way that we get through the rest of this year and into 2021 is with prayer. But now, praying without ceasing doesn't literally mean always talking to God and always having your hands folded. That would make certain things like driving very dangerous. It's not just about how you hold your hands or even about the words you speak, but it's about opening yourself up to God. Sometimes speaking words, sometimes listening for God's still small voice, and sometimes it's just feeling the flow of the universe around you, the presence of God that is all around you. I want to invite you to participate in a couple of prayer opportunities. First, a Thanksgiving Eve prayer vigil. I invite you to, on this day before Thanksgiving, as a church, come together in prayer. You'll have the opportunity also to actually come here to this sanctuary and pray in person. Individuals, couples, or families can sign up for a 15-minute time slot where they can come to the sanctuary and walk around a series of prayer stations. We'll drop a link for this sign-up in the comments and you can go and sign up. Now we're taking certain COVID-19 precautions so as to eliminate any overlap between prayer vigil participants. It'll just be you or your immediate family who are there at that time. But it's an opportunity for you to once again safely and prayerfully enter this space. I'm also excited about this coming Advent season. We all know that this Christmas will be very different for us as a church and for all of us at home. And so we're inviting you to do daily Advent devotions with or without an Advent wreath. We've been inviting members to write these daily devotions. They're coming in and they're awesome. And so they'll be available on our website or we'll have some paper copies available for pickup here at the church at the end of the month. Prayer is how we make it through this thing together. So I want to close with a prayer from St. Teresa of Avila. I invite you to pray this short prayer that is anything but simple. Let's pray it together. Lord, you are closer to me than my own breath, nearer to me than my hands and feet. Amen. To pray without ceasing is to speak and believe words of prayer like this. Let's pray them together one last time. Lord, you are closer to me than my own breath, nearer to me than my hands and feet. God has big dreams for us as a church. Let's meet these dreams together in prayer. Thanks be to God. Amen. Wow, that was a fun journey down memory lane to last last oh snowy Easter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Those are good pictures. Yeah, thanks really for good. sticking with a not so short sermon. Oh uh, no, for this that was week. still good though. That was still good. I I I moved by that prayer that you prayed. I just I, I think now the reiteration of what we have to do for quarantine, like isolating, is kind of hitting me, and that's that's a great reminder. You are closer to me than my breath and my hands and feet. Yeah, I love that so prayer good. as a promise and a reminder that God is not far. You know, and when mm -hmm. we're praying, so often we think about that as talking to God, and, and it is. That's definitely a part of prayer. But that, you know, that very action is a reminder that God is right here in our midst. Mm -hmm. That, you know, you only talk to people who you're close by to, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and I felt like this year has been as much about listening as it is about the talking. Like, listening yeah. to where God is calling a church in the middle of a pandemic when we're not physically in a building together mm -hmm. and how like 
thinking back in Mar- on March 15th or 16th, whatever it was, we were ready to go as a church on that Sunday to be in person and realizing that life has called us out of that in this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and how different it's been. I mean, it's been a journey. Mm-hmm. You know, that's even paralleling what I've re- been realizing too, that when we meet online, like on Zoom, we have to listen. <laughs> you know, right. you can't talk over people. And that, I don't know, there's a parallel to that. Like, we've even learned how to listen to one another through just being <laughs> not yeah. in person. And the number of times we say, oh, oh, sorry, your oh, turn. Yep, yep, right. yep. <laughs> oh, Minnesota. Yep. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> the other yeah. thing that I noticed, too, is looking at the remodel. You know, I, I wasn't part of all those plans, so when I oh, got yeah. here, I heard about it. That's right. But now, thinking about going into this new thing that the Holy Spirit's yeah. calling us into in a new surrounding is really exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's so funny. You know, I, I looked back at, at pictures, and I just happened to have, I had, I had three or four uh, pictures from that last dinner church service in March, and then the one picture I'd shared that of us at the first Sunday online worship service. And <laughs> what's so funny is, you know, we wanted to do some online, more online stuff for a long time. And it had even been a, it's a part of the plan for the building project, right? That we would add some cameras and get the hardware and the computers and stuff that we need so we could go online. Cause it was like, oh, this is just such a big project. It was going to be so much work to make it happen. And then all of a sudden we literally made it happen overnight because we had to like figure out how to do this and gradually have learned and we continue to learn. And uh, we thank you all for coming along with us on this learning journey uh, because it has been a learning curve, but it's just amazing what is possible. I think it's such an example of um, our kind of limited thinking that we have sometimes as far as what is actually even possible. And, um, a lot is possible when we all come together. Yeah. yeah. And I would say that like that's one of my greatest joys is when I make a phone call to someone just to check in and see how they're doing. One of the first things that almost every conversation is, oh yeah, I've talked to so and so and so and so and so and so from church. Yeah. And like the church is well beyond even us as staff. And I've I've loved being a part of watching what you as as community are doing beyond our doors. Mm-hmm. That's and incredibly so Keep powerful. it up. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I said, I, I think um, I am worried about these next several months. That I, I think, you know, we are all watching case numbers climb, and um, it's hitting closer and closer to home for a lot of us. And, um, and so I, I think those physical contacts are going to be having to become less and less and less. Um, and yet those social contacts of being reaching out via mm-hmm. Facebook, email, phone, you know, snail mail, mm-hmm. you know, any and every way possible can't overstate the importance of it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, prayer-wise, there's one verse from, from the reading this morning that uh, I didn't touch on this sermon, but it was certainly on my mind because I think it speaks so much to this time that we're in. This reading from Romans 8 that uh, Annika read has some just deep and profound wisdom throughout it. But this verse here I'll lift up and and see how it hits you all, because it was something that I've been really dwelling in this week. Uh, This is Romans 8, uh, verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit intercedes for us with sighs too deep for words. There's a lot going on right now. 
down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, I think we all sometimes just don't even know how to pray or what are we even praying for these days, right? Like we all want to get back together, but we know that that's not you know, a reality right now. So, or we pray we'll get together later or, you know, I mean, and yet, um, there's this promise that again, God is right here in our midst and intercedes when we don't even have the words. Mm -hmm. it's, I, I love that. You know, throughout this pandemic, we talk, we've talked about, um, God is present and it's so easy to name that in the positive things. Mm -hmm. But I think this verse helps us to realize that even the negative things, like when we're grieving, when we're, when we're depressed or when we've had a hard hardship, we don't have to use words to pray, but we just have confidence that that God still hears us because it, it goes deeper than our words coming out. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, I, I've always loved that verse. I've, I've been burnt by praying yeah. <laughs> uh, years ago. Uh, if you know my story, you probably get it. But uh, um. So I don't pray as much nowadays, but I rely on the music. It, like when I do music, I someone said that it was just last year when we did um, RIC Sunday. One of our singers said, "You don't have to pray with. You can pray with music." Mm -hmm. And she said, "I'm praying with you all because we're singing this song together." And that was profound to me, you know, knowing that in music it, it can happen too and and this verse just really confirms that and affirms that yeah you know confidence in in being heard yeah 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 and i think knowing that you're not the only one praying it you know that as a community we gather together and we say these prayers in music and <clears throat> worship and then as people we're united by the simplicity of the prayer you ended with right mm -hmm there's something profound about a whole yeah. bunch of people praying that same prayer mm -hmm. and yet knowing that it's also very deeply personal. Yeah. Um, you know, God be near to us. You are as near as my hands and my feet. I love that sense of mm -hmm. God's presence, but also knowing that I don't have to have the right words to pray. Yeah. 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 It's very comforting to know that the spirit intercedes because there are so many times that we don't have the words Sometimes you don't know what to pray for. Sometimes you're not sure what to say or do, and you just sit. And in that stillness and quietness, that's, that's what I love about that. Yeah, listening. That, that somebody else has, can think about or yeah. is doing it. Yeah. I don't have to drive the bus. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy, I love that what you just said about that one single prayer, everyone, what is it, about 120 people were praying that with Nathan at the same time. And, and in, as a choir director, I, I enjoy having everybody sing together at the same time. And that fact that there's a community praying together one prayer at the same time is, it doesn't make you feel so lonely in this world. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, across multiple platforms, Zoom and Facebook, across a city and across the, you know, all around the country, you know, yeah. that we are one. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm a yogi. I'm getting into something here. Okay. okay, so so every once in a while when I do when I do a little yoga section session, it is little, um, and uh, when I'm on when it's a pre-recorded video, I still will do the namaste to the person. Sure, sure. Having confidence that they're going to get my energy across the universe wherever they're at, even if they're not in the moment with me. And I just love the fact that 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 energy that prayer can be connected. In different times and in different spaces right. but we're not alone right. right 
We are not alone. Mm -hmm. If we can cling to one thing, I mean, I think that is a part of this prayer without ceasing. It is the promise of God's presence, but it's the promise of a body of Christ, a community of faith that is is one. And so we thank you for the multitude of ways that you are that. Uh, keep up the good work. We will make it through this. There's no doubt about that. Uh, we will, and we'll do it together, and we'll do it with prayer. Well, thanks for joining us. You can find more information about Elk River Lutheran Church at our website, elkriverlutheran.org. And if you'd like to give to support this podcast and the other ministries of the church, just click that Give button at the top of the homepage. Thanks again, and have a great week. Don't take money, don't take fame, but it might just save your life to be powered by love.